0: hello again my friends and welcome to the daily gator daily thought podcast if you're left you just stay right with me doug hagan of the daily gator blog it is thursday but damn it seems like friday i've made that mistake about 17 times already today but anyway it is thursday not friday and let's start this uh this edition off with uh if you wanted to type. Typecast someone as Eve literally a Dr. Evil, it would be Klaus Schwab. And Moonbatter reports that Klaus Schwab seems to be dreaming aloud lately of mastering the world. You thought I was going to say something else, didn't you, you perverts? Thought I was going to make some Jeffrey Tubin reference about lubin with Tubin. Lubin with Tubin and, Cla- and Klaus. Klaus Schwabing himself. <laughs> and Jeffrey Tubin is Lubin, something like that. Uh, are they blunt the boon battery rights. The difference between the World Government Summit in Dubai and a futuristic James Bond movie is there is no 007 to rescue the world from the senator Klaus Schwab. Sounds like a procedure. You would get if you had like, I don't know, if you had like unprotected sex with a freaky person behind a bowling alley. Sounds like something you might have to have done. You might have to have a Klaus Schwab procedure done. Um, but there's no one to rescue the world from the Senator Klaus Schwab, who is open about his ambition to to be master of the world uh via summit news arch globalist klaus schwab has called the elites to come together globally and he wants uh, them to master advanced technologies warning them that if they don't act swiftly the world could escape our power <laughs> yeah old klaus schwab evil bastard Schwab is enthused about the, quote, fourth industrial revolution technologies like artificial intelligence that he says will produce a fusion of our physical, our, digi- our digital, and our biological identities. This should entail active implantable microchips that break the skin barrier of our bodies. You want to chip, everybody, don't you, you crazy German bastard? You crazy German bastard, Klaus Schwab. Uh, no one can say, Dave Blunt says, that we were not warned. Uh, this is a quote from old Kraush. Our life in 10 years, I can't do a German accent very well, sorry. Uh, from now, will be completely different, very much affected, and who masters hashtag 4IR technologies in some way, we'll be the masters of the world. <laughs> Klaus Schwab, World Government Summit 2023, hashtag World Government. World Gov Summit, hashtag WGS, and hashtag World Gov Summit. Well, Dad Gummit, the World Summit's full of crazy people. Very frightening, my friends. These people are, I'm not going to say they're a sandwich short of a picnic. I'm not going to say something like there's only 51 cards in her deck and an extra joker. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say they're crazy, scary, uh, and scary crazy. World domination and almost is almost in the grasp of globalist moon bats, Dave Blunt, worries. They mustn't let it slip away as a result of resistance by those who see themselves as individuals. Tell you this war on individualism, people like Klaus Schwab are right there at the forefront of it. They don't want you to be thinking for yourselves. Uh, Patrick Hinnigan Hinnigsen of uh, 21 Wire on Twitter wrote this Schwab's tone has changed of recent, a deep panic is setting in that the world isn't going to adhere to his WEF, that's a World Economic Forum, strategic map, that he won't be able to remake the world into a globalist utopia. When a madman really wants power and he feels it slipping away, they become very dangerous at that point, my friends. Very dangerous. So keep your eyes on old Klaus Schwab uh, about what he's up to. Now, also for Moon Batteries, Moon Battery, excuse me, Dave Blunt reports this. Academics, pointy-headed intellectuals, academics, you take your pick, whatever you want to call them. How about just dumbasses? Uh, Academics discover lack of wildlife in cities. Now, that shouldn't surprise you that cities aren't full of wildlife. I mean, except for at the zoo or at, uh, you know, any Methodist church. I'm just kidding, just kidding. Calm down, Methodists. Uh, you would expect that at the zoo there'd be wildlife, right? You, you would expect that in a city. What you wouldn't expect isn't a lack of wildlife. It's the reason, apparently there's a lack of wildlife in cities that academics have now discovered. It's racist. That's right. Racist. Racist, I tell you. You swervy bastards. It's racist that wildlife don't live in cities. Couldn't believe the traffic, the noise, the things that scare wildlife. Wildlife prefers the forest, the woods, out in the country where they're in their natural habitat. They don't want to live in big cities. I'm going to think of it, neither do I. Because... Big cities suck. Uh, But Dave Blunt writes, if you pay academics enough, uh, they can find racism anywhere. They have even managed to prove that racism causes wild animals to avoid minority neighborhoods. That's right. It's the animals that are racist, not the cities. It's the damn animals. Those damn dirty deer and bear and mountain lions and uh, raccoons, possums, skunks, they're all racists. That's why they avoid minority neighborhoods. Don't you know? Uh, systemic racism alters the demography of urban wildlife populations in ways that generally limit population sizes and negatively affect their chances of persistence. Uh, that from the University of Manitoba. Uh, Winnipeg's Chloe Schmidt and Colin J. Garraway combined to come up with that bullshit. I mean, uh, that theory in a study that was published It was published, my friends, published in not just any place. It was published in the prestigiously prestigious Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. So there, put that in your pipe and smoke it, lad. Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. There's Proceedings here, and you don't get it, you fool. You didn't even see the racism in the inner city, did you? Bastard. In a study that examined 39 terrestrial vertebrae species in 268 urban locations across the United States, the researchers found generally consistent patterns of reduced genetic diversity and decreased connectivity in neighborhoods with fewer white residents. Oh, I need a Tylenol and a couple Advil. Hell, throw some Throw some aspirin, some Aleve in there, BC, a goodies powder, something. These people literally give me a headache. They come up with some of the dumbest things you've ever heard in your life. And that they come up with dumb stuff doesn't, it's, that's not the shocking. But the shocking part is people go, oh, my God, that's horrible. We must do something. We must have a march. That's it, a march. We'll have a march. And we'll protest the uh the racism in the other city of the animals because of white people. Yes, that was we'll do. We'll tell everybody. We're getting the band back together. Now, the lack of urban wildlife, Dave Blenderpines, was allegedly caused by iniquitous white people uh, escaping to the suburbs to avoid crime several generations ago. Looks like wild animals are white adjacent, Dave Blunt writes, and don't like crime either. Racists. Racist animals. They don't like crime. Probably why they say the hell out of New York and LA. It is amazing, my friends. Amazing. Ah, again. Looks like wild animals are, quote, white adjacent, Dave Blunt reports, and don't like crime either, or maybe they have other reasons to prefer not to live in densely populated cities noise, pollution, cars, people, a lot of things, a lot of reasons. The lack of wild animal, animal equity, Dave Blunt opines, has inflicted mental illness upon sacred BIPOCs. Uh, that's black and indigenous people of color. That's what BIPOC stands for. Uh, here's a piece from, uh, or here's a quote rather about that. Areas with less diversity could also be having negative effects on both the mental and physical health of the people who live in such, quote, deprived neighborhoods. Uh, they mean animal diversity, Dave Blunt points out, not the diversity that characterizes America in America's inner cities, which wild animals are wise to avoid. The left just lost their mind. Literally lost it. Like they couldn't find it. With a roadmap, a GPS, a flashlight, and a guide, they couldn't find it. Oh my God. What will these people come up with next, my friends? I just, I wonder sometimes. I worry. What will they come up with next? But since we're talking about wild animals, let's talk about little kids too. Because they act kind of wild sometimes. From Fox 5 in New York. Uh, no kids allowed. New Jersey Italian restaurant bans children under the age of 10. Uh, the Fox 5 New York staff wrote this piece. Oh, that pasta looks good. They have a picture of this pasta with just enough sauce and cheese on top. It looks really good. Of course, I would never go to New York to eat it because there's nothing in this world worth going to New York for or L.A. or Chicago. Children under 10 will no longer be permitted to dine at Nettie's. I used to have a hairdresser. I always went to this lady to cut my hair, Spanish lady. Her name was Nettie. She was really pretty, did a great job of my hair, was never really busy where she worked, did a great job, um... Uh, I remember I I went to her for probably three years. Had some nice conversation with her. And, you know, she had a, like I said, five kids. She was married and I never hit on her or anything. Uh, But happened on a Friday night where she worked like two doors down was a blockbuster video tells you how long ago it was. There was a blockbuster video and I was looking for some movie that was out. I wanted to see. And happened to see her and a couple of her kids. So I said, Oh, hey, how you doing? And went upstairs, smiled and said, Hi, nice to see you. Yeah, hey, okay. And she acted like she was afraid that her husband would see her or something. So I don't know if her husband was kind of abusive or jealous, or she was just kind of weird, but it was like, What is wrong with you? Seriously, I, I'd never done anything to Uh, make her think I was asking her out or wanted to ask her out because I knew she was married with kids Uh, and uh, as a consequence I never went back to get a haircut from her again because to me she just acted like a complete snob like she was better than me or something or didn't want to be seen talking to me or what Uh, and I thought later well maybe her husband's an abusive guy I hope not but I don't even know why I told you that story but Maybe it gives you a connection to me. Some of my strange experiences with the opposite sex. And yes, some of them have involved. Well, we won't even go into that. We won't go into the Senate oil and scarves and stuff. Oh, I guess I did anyway. I'll have sex talk one day on this. The the, the Daily Gator sex talk edition. You know what? I don't think so. That's none of y'all's business, nosy people, you. Sex life, to me, should be private. That's one of the things that really should be kept, for the most part, private. In other words, I don't care about politicians' sex lives, as long as they're good politicians. As long as no one's hurt. I remember there was a story about a house, not too far from, from mine, Back in Texas, that they were having wild parties, apparently, where several, two dozen people maybe would go in this house and there would be a lot of sex parties and drinking and a lot of kind of crazy stuff. And anyway, the authorities did a raid and nailed them for for, uh, things like alcohol to minors and and, uh, selling alcohol without a license, running a nightclub without a license. Always, always said, man. Why did I never just happen to knock on that door just to see the things going on inside? Now, the place we're talking about here on Fox Five in New York that is banning kids under age of ten is called Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Nettie Spaghetti, <laughs> get it? Yeah. Uh, a restaurant located in Tinton Falls, New Jersey, is banning children under ten from dining in their establishment. And I guess they're doing that so they can also ban them from running around like little heathens with their heads cut off. Uh, the restaurant made the announcement in a Facebook post saying the new rule will go into effect March the 8th. Between noise levels, lack of space for high chairs, cleaning up crazy messes, and the liability of the kids running around the restaurants, we have decided that it's time to take control of the situation. In the post, the restaurant said they didn't come to the decision lightly, but some recent events have pushed us to implement this new policy. And There's another picture of their pasta. Man, that looks good. Uh, Spaghetti Carbona, this one is. Uh, The business admitted the new policy would likely upset some customers, especially those of you with very well-behaved kids, but said they felt it was the best decision for the business. I remember when I I managed a a restaurant in downtown Dallas and there was a convention in town and it was uh, uh, a cheerleading competition for all like little kids, junior high, high school. It was all school like cheerleading squads and they had competitions uh, like you sometimes used to see anyway on ESPN where the high school cheerleaders do the crazy flips and stuff. Really, really athletic stuff. Uh, But I remember a group came in and and apparently they were in the younger kids because it was five, six, seven year old kids running around screaming and just, what the hell are you doing? Actually was doing some stuff in the office, came down and uh, because I heard all the the ruckus and there was a lady who said, are you the manager? And I was getting ready for this lady to gripe me out because of the noise going on. He said, I just want to want to thank you so much for letting the kids run around like this. It, it's really nice that someplace appreciates families. And I was thinking, what in the hell is wrong with you? But I didn't. I said, well, in actuality, I heard the, the noise and I did come down. And and since you, you know, since you said what you said, I'll say I, I re- you really need to stop your kids from going up and down the stairs. They're gonna fall, they're gonna hurt themselves, they're gonna knock people down. We can't have that here. And basically, I was coming to tell her that if they can't control their kids, there's the door. And she was so insulted, like, oh, my God, they're little angels. Well, you got to control your kids. If you can't control your kids, you have no business being a parent and you have no business being a guardian and you have no business going to a restaurant to eat. And it's too bad the restaurant couldn't say, you know what? If your kids can behave, all kids are welcome. Brats and their stupid parents who can't could, can't be a parent properly, they can get the heck out. But that would probably be discriminatory or something. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Here's another statement from Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Get ready for Nettie Spaghetti. Uh, The business admitted the new policy would likely upset some customers. The business said this statement. We love kids. We really, truly do. Okay, maybe not that little son of a gun there running around. What the hell is he doing with that fork? Get out! No, don't see it! Oh, my God. Uh, But lately, it's been extremely challenging to accommodate children at Nettie's. No, you mean it's been challenging to accommodate brats whose parents stink at being parents. The restaurant didn't specify how the policy would be enforced. Uh, f- oh, another picture of pasta. That looks good. That looks really good. That damn cilantro off top. God, I hate cilantro. That's a personal thing. Anyway, the Facebook post sparked mixed reactions on social media, accumulating over 5,000 shares and 19,000 reactions. Some of them allergic, I hear. In a post comment, the restaurant elaborated that kids running around the restaurant in circles when we're trying to carry trays of food and drinks has been made, has made our doing our jobs extremely difficult. Well, yeah, and dangerous. Uh, duh, duh, duh. In California back in 2018, a restaurant on Monterey's touristy fisherman's wharf. I've actually been there before. Gained attention with a new crop of moms for its anti-children policy. A sign placed outside the old fisherman's grotto boldly stated, no strollers, no high chairs, no booster chairs. Children crying or making loud noise or distraction to other diners and as such are not allowed in a dining room. On Yelp, the reviews were mixed. Some despised the policy while others sought out the restaurant solely for, for a dining experience. A sans noisy children amen that i mean I, I like kids i love kids but sometimes kids they, they just make incredible messes and they're loud they're unruly and the parents won't be parents parents have to be parents okay parents listen to me you got to be parents If you're parents, your kids will behave, and everyone will be much happier. And no one should have to put up with your noisy child because you are a sorry parent. Is that mean? I don't think that's mean. I think that's fair. I really do, my friends. I really think that is absolutely, uh, positively fair and above board for me to say. And let me see here. I haven't talked nearly as much today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Let me see if I can find something quick to talk about here. How about Aaron Healy? Have you heard about Aaron Healy, folks? Well, Aaron Healy is, uh, well, let's see, is a Democrat. Aaron, E-R-I-N. Healy is a Democratic state legislator, not in some woke wasteland, but in relatively based South Dakota where Governor Kristi Nome is governor. She presents the liberal view on family cohesion. Uh, and Erin Healy has a Twitter page, Representative Aaron Healy. Uh, at Aaron Healy is her Twitter handle. Uh, she calls the Family Heritage Alliance, alliance which I have never heard of, ex- an extremist group, But this extremist group, Family Heritage Alliance, she tweeted, said this morning that the safest place for kids, no, not in Spaghetti House, smartasses, are in families that have a married mom and dad. Now, they do mean a mom and dad that are married to each other, not a mom married to some guy and some other guy who's a father married to another. You don't want to get involved in that stuff. Uh, but anyway, the Family Heritage Alliance believes that the safest place for kids, the best homes, are in families that have a married mother and father. What a dangerous and un-American belief, Representative Aaron Healy tweeted. Why is that un-American? How is that dangerous? You don't think, Representative Healy, that a married, committed, heterosexual couple are the best Things a kid can have, a mother and a father. You know, mothers give things to kids fathers can and vice versa. That's why it takes two. Okay? That's why uh, children without fathers, if you look in the inner city, lack of fathers is one of the biggest problems in the inner city. There's no male role models. There's no one there to put their foot down and have that male authoritative voice that the child looks up to and sometimes fears. And the mother has things, again, a mother can do things a father can't, and vice versa. Anyone arguing with the the position that a married couple, male and female, is the best uh, parenting a kid can get, or the best hope for good parenting anyway, it's crazy. You think it's better if one one parent raises two kids by themselves? They may be a great mother or great father. But again, they're going solo. They're not, they don't have that partner there to help them emotionally and physically and mentally and to help with the kids and help the kids. Apparently, Representative Aaron Healy just doesn't get reality. Uh, That's, I don't know what else to say. To call that belief that the nuclear family basically is un American, you know, the nuclear family, what Black Lives Matter wants to destroy. Because they're such wonderful people, uh, Dave Blunt says the word like the word fascism. The word unAmerican has been repurposed to best advance the progressive agenda. Healy says she is disgusted by the extremist position of defending the nuclear family. So now the nuclear family family has gone from being the best a kid can hope for to yeah probably probably is the best to just another option to nothing really that special, to actually being called extremist and disgusting now. Why is the country going to hell? Idiots like Representative Aaron Healy, who looks like she might be smarter than your shoe, maybe has these crazy ideas. People like this, Dave Blunt writes, have power over us. Their degenerate ideology is destroying American civilization before our eyes. And I have to agree. The the culture wars are real. Sometimes conservatives don't handle them well. Conservatives, I think, that want to just completely withdraw ourselves from anything. Pop culture, entertain you you all you do is seeding it, surrendering it to the left. That's all you're doing. You're taking yourself and conservatism and the arguments for conservatism completely out of the equation. I don't think that's a very smart strategy myself. We can have a discussion about it, but for now, I'm done, my friends. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Remember the three rules of life, according to me anyway. Go Gators. God bless America. And if you are left, you just ain't right, my friends. What did I get if you're left, you just ain't right? I just made that up. I forget. But I was raised around a lot of people when you saw a, a guy doing something stupid. You know, the women would say things like, oh, bless his heart or bless our heart. The men would just kind of shake our heads and look at each other and go, oh, that boy ain't right. If you're left, you just ain't right. That's just the gospel there, my friends. The gospel according to me. Thank you. Enjoy your Thursday. The rest of it. It will be Friday tomorrow. I'll be back with another one of these. And again, I did keep this puppy under 30 minutes. Thank you very much. God bless y'all. Be good. Take care of yourselves. Say your prayers. Eat your vitamins. All that fun stuff. And if you want to be a financial contributor, if you got some extra cash laying around, uh, you know. Uh, you can go to anchor, Hagen, and there's a page there you can sign up to be a monthly contributor to this venture that is the Daily Gator blog and the Daily Gator podcast. The name of the blog, DailyGator.net, D-A-L-E-Y-G-A-T-O-R, and the name of the podcast, Daily Gator Daily Thought, subtitled If you're left, you just ain't right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. Go do something fun, you knuckleheads. Just don't run around a restaurant and make a lot of noise. Especially at Netty Spaghetti, because they'll kick your ass out. That's right. No fettuccine for you. Y'all take care. God bless. (laughs)